hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, four to six weekdays. Of course, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Our podcast is on the Anchor Podcasting app, but again, on all the major podcasting platforms. So um, uh, check your platform. Uh, Look for Inside New Orleans uh, radio show uh, with Eric Asher. And uh, of course, uh, if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, please drop me a line at eric at ericasher.com. We'll do our best to get it on there for you. Uh, our social media platforms, at eric underscore asher, 
Eric Asher on Facebook and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, don't forget uh, about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Les East, award-winning journalist, joined us today on our live broadcast on WLAE-TV at 1 p.m. We were also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Your next chance, 6 p.m. tonight on LAE. 10 p.m. on WLAE-TV 2, The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com. And it will be up on our social media platforms uh, later on this evening. Uh, on the program today, Gary Smith is just a couple minutes away uh, from uh, the NOLA.com, the Wave Report, uh, Advocate, and Times-Picayune. We'll talk Tulane and UNO with him. Uh, at 435, Will Guillory of The Athletic will join us on the program. And uh, we'll talk Pelicans with him as they are out of the playoffs now. Uh, we'll look forward to next year. We'll look back at the year that was. And then we'll finish up with Ross Jackson of Locked On Pels podcast. He'll join us at 535 uh, this afternoon. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. All are open for lunch and dinner. Uh, and again, all will deliver right to your door through their delivery partners. At Oceana, you get a little bit of lanyap. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, voted a top 10 U.S. restaurant by Everyday Dining by TripAdvisor. As I mentioned, open seven days a week. Open late. Uh, if you love breakfast, you've got to love going to Oceana because Oceana's got some of the best breakfast you'll find anywhere. I mean, I'll put the breakfast up against anywhere. Fantastic breakfast from, again, the world-famous crepes to just traditional breakfast, pancakes, uh, you name it, they got it for you. Fantastic breakfast. They start at 8 a.m., go all the way to 1 p.m. Uh, with their breakfast uh, service. And then there's a little bit of an overlap starting lunch at 11 a.m. Uh, and, of course, dinner uh, service shortly after that. Something for everyone on the menu, uh, Cajun Creole dish dishes uh, at its finest. Uh, for lunch and dinner. A amazing cocktails. I mean, look, one thing I could say about the Oceana Family of Restaurants, they have some fantastic mixologists. You go there, they will wow you with, with the specialty drinks that they have. You can dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. You can do it for breakfast and lunch. Dinner is spectacular. When the sun goes down, that uh, authentic French Quarter Courtyard is just incredible. Five private rooms for your next event. It can accommodate up to 10 to 120 guests. Also, they're at 100% occupancy now. So get in there and enjoy uh, a meal over at Oceana. Remember, Family-friendly, uh, you go with friends, maybe, again, a date night. They got you covered. Order online for delivery to find out more about the menu at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill, the best time off Bourbon Street. All right, uh, just a programming note before we go to uh, Gary, Gary Smith of NOLA.com and the Wave Report. Uh, tomorrow, because of UNO baseball, uh, we are going to be a little bit early. We're going to start at 3.30, and then we'll end at 5.45, taking to the UNO baseball. And uh, you want to check in because Chris Landry of Landry Football will join us at 3.35 tomorrow. Ed Daniels is going to join us at, 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 at a little bit after 4 o'clock. George Loriano will jump in in the 5 o'clock hour, and, of course, we'll finish up at 5.45 tomorrow. But without further ado, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program, uh, again, talking Tulane, talking UNO, Gary Smith of the Wave Report. Gary, how are you? Doing great. Still enjoying this amazing uh, moderate temperatures. <laughs> yeah, while we can. Going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, while we can, yeah. right? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Man, I got to tell you, I'm reading your stuff last night, and uh, I mean, uh, I, I just, I, I, it bummed me out. <laughs> yeah. You know, the report that a uh, guy that you and I have talked about for years mm -hmm. now, this is an NFL player. This is a guy that normally doesn't yep. go to Tulane. Uh, but again, uh, he went to Tulane. They've coached him up. Uh, Jeffrey Johnson's entering the transfer portal. Talk a bit about it. Can you give us a backstory? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's 
clearly he he's he seems to be gambling on himself. He he is a, he's a very good player. He is what you just said. He's a tight player. Tulane doesn't get. I'm I'm being told this isn't a done deal yet from from sources. Meaning he, he he's entered the transfer portal, but he he I don't know if he did a lot of research ahead of time on on, on this deal, and I'm not sure that he's going to get the type of offer that. He, he wants because he's he's an SEC type player, but you know SEC schools have SEC type players already, and he hasn't been dominant at Tulane. He he's certainly been good, no question about that. Three year starter, but it'll be interesting to see. You know, there's a lot of guys in the portal, and a lot of and most of the guys in there the portal don't end up at um in in you know at, at bigger schools than they were before. So it, it'll just be interesting to to see how this. I, I think I really do think this took everybody by surprise, though. This was not something where I'm. Here Hearing, oh yeah, saw this coming. That you know, this guy, you know, he, he was itching to get out of the out of the program, wanted to get a bigger opportunity. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see. But I'm, I'm, you know, entering the portal. Ninety-five uh, percent of the time, at least, you enter the portal, you're gone. I'm being told that this could be, not will be, but could be one of those rare cases where there might be a change of heart, and he might be convinced to change his mind. We'll, we'll have to wait and see on this one. Gary, I got to say, unless he knows he's going to an SEC school mm-hmm. or a Power Five school and, where he's going to start, okay? Yeah. I, I don't understand it. I, he is a junior. He's going to play a lot. He's going to start this year. Yeah. He started his last three years. And, I understand that Johnson and Sample are no longer there, and it's a big loss to the defense. Uh, but, I, again, he's been an anchor on the inside. It may, Look, he's going to – the NFL will find you anywhere, uh-huh. yeah, and, and it an doesn't issue. make sense to and, me. And this is not a guy from who I've talked to. This is not a guy who was unhappy. This is not this is not a deal where you know you can see he was frustrated or or, or anything like that. I, I I'm really getting the feeling he didn't do a lot of research on this on this topic ahead of time, which doesn't mean it won't work out for him if he's intent on on leaving. But there's no lag. I mean, this guy. Again, his strength at Tulane, I mean, at Tulane, he's just a guy Tulane doesn't have. They don't have the guy they can take on double teams and not be moved and allow other people to make plays. But right. he's not—he's not been dominant um, by by any means, and so it's just not clear that one that a, that a big time SEC school or, or, or school like that is going to be interested in, in in taking him on or, or being able to guarantee him that he that he would be a starter. I, I, to me, it was. Uh, it was it, it, it was it was a curious move because it was like you said there's no <laughs> his films on tape at Tulane as it is on anywhere else Tulane's had draft picks in each of the last five years he's right. got all the measurables you need there's there's it just if it's a move to improve his draft stock that makes no sense to me no I, I and again look this is conjecture on my part mm-hmm. because him being in in, in the offense I'm sorry in the defense for the, so for as many years as he has. Uh, his familiarity with the program, his teammates. I mean, not going yeah. in to have to learn a new system, new coaching yeah. staff. I don't understand this. Uh, I mean, I really don't. Uh, unless, again, you somebody's in his ear saying, get to a Power 5 school. It's going to help you with your draft uh, draft stock, you know, based on what happened with Sample and Johnson in the last draft. Yeah, and he's not – I wouldn't call him necessarily a quick learner either. He did start most of his games as a freshman, but like we just said, he he had a body that nobody else on this team had. It was going to be hard to keep him out of the lineup, but it took him a little while to get into the flow that year. And I, yeah, again, I'm 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 told there's an outside chance that that, that this 
this could end up um, that this could end up changing because yeah, there's a, he's he look he'd be a bigger loss for Tulane than he would be an addition for another school because he's kind of yeah. irreplaceable in what Tulane does and they didn't recruit for. I mean they've they've got mm-hmm. some good tackles. Adonis Freelo is going to be an absolute terrific tackle down the road. Eric Hicks had a really good year last year last year, but neither one of them are nose guards, and that's that's right. that's kind of required at what Tulane's doing. And then Tulane, yeah. it, I it, this. It's it's just not a good situation to to be losing a guy at this time of the year. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Um, you mentioned the two guys that are there now. If he does move on, is there anybody on this roster that can play the nose tackle position? <laughs> uh, yeah, there 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 is. Um, and then and now you're um, <laughs> number Thomas. <laughs> um, and, okay. and you you've got me in a bad radio moment here. Um, but uh, okay, no problem. But uh, but but no, I mean that they've got they've got a guy who's been on the roster for three years has underachieved at this point. He's mm-hmm. a big dude. He. He look. He played some. He actually played more as a true freshman than he has the the, the last two years. He's been injured a fair amount too. That's. Uh, but the thing is, is if 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 he were really effective, he would have played some in, in the past, and he and he hasn't played very much. By far, their two best defensive tackles last year were the two guys I mentioned: Eric Hicks, who was a surprise, who was a redshirt freshman who had a terrific year, eventually beat out DeAndre Williams, their longtime starter, um, right. at that position, and Adonis Freelo is going to be a star down the road but but again neither one of them neither one of them are nose tackles i mean they're gonna have to they don't they just they they, they don't they don't have a guy like the, the the short answer is they don't have another guy like jeffrey johnson that's just they just don't how about on the flip side willie fritz in the transfer portal looking for players are you hearing anything um not specifically they are always looking for new guys but no i have not i don't think there's anything imminent on that front with getting a guy in obviously this and again i think this this caught everybody by surprise so um and and again that's the hardest position to find just about um in in college football and and i have not heard any imminent news about any other position alfred thomas by the way sorry about that there you go (laughs) alfred thomas is the guy's name and he he looked very promising as a as a true freshman but has not has not built on that in the last two years. Um, they're gonna and and uh, you know, if, if if Jeffrey Johnson does not come back, they'll certainly Alfred Thomas will get another chance yep. here to, to prove that he's he's worth it. <laughs> there you go. Hang in there for me. We come back. I want to talk UNO and Tulane baseball. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if you're in the market for a generator, now's the time to strike. Financing available for generators. Generators are hot. A lot of people want generators now for their for their home or their business. Uh, at at uh, Burkhart, what they're going to do with the generators is, look, they're going to come in, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, power up your home or your business. Uh, then they'll, they'll set a date with you. They'll come in do a single-day install. Single-day install. Financing available with generators. New install quality check after one month. That's what Burkhart does with anything they install for you. Come out make sure, again, you're happy with the uh, system. You know how to operate it. And, of course, if you have a generator, uh, they have 24-7, 365 emergency service. And, look, all the parts you need for your generator are stocked in their warehouse in Mandeville. So they're coming out with the part ready to go. Also, if you have used that generator over the last year uh, and you put over 100 hours on that generator, you got to get it serviced by a professional before the next storm season. Burkhardt can do that for you as well. Generator sales and service, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The Chalupa Cravings Box is an abundant collection of Taco Bell favorites, like the Chalupa, a beefy five-layer burrito, plus chips and nacho cheese sauce and a medium drink. Watch your wildest cravings come true at participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Drinks excludes freezes.
Look out for an accident that's blocking the left lane on 10 westbound at Chef and delays are solid on 10 westbound from Crowder to Dowman. Then it picks back up from St. Bernard to Canal and then delays stretch from Causeway to just past Clearview. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stump Boulevard to the uh, Camp Street exit. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And 10 eastbound, your delays are from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. I'm at Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system and you can call them anytime the team has years of experience and they know how to get you up and running fast so when you need help with your ac or heating system you want someone who will be there right away Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Oceana Grill. Hey, look, Oceana Grill blocked off a little bit right now by uh, uh, the ongoing construction work that's on Conti. Uh, and, uh, of course, that's between Bourbon and Royal. Matter of fact, they had an aerial view of that on one of the TV stations this week where, again, they pretty much got it cartoned off at the sidewalk uh, at Bourbon Street all the way to Royal Street. But there was a way to be able to get into Oceana. The sidewalks on either side of Conti are open. So, again, Again, uh, look, just because you're going on Bourbon Street, you're going, wait, wait, I can't get to Oceana. You can. There's a way into Oceana, and, of course, they need you now more than ever. This construction could last, uh, you know, three to six months before it's all said and done. They're 
totally redoing Conti, which was necessary. But again, it's just mind blowing. It did not get done during the pandemic when, when again, a lot of these businesses were, were either closed or at um, um, diminished capacity. With that said, Ocean is open. They're ready for you to come in. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, cocktails, they got you covered. Oceanic Grill, 739, Conti at Bourbon. All right, let's head back to uh, Gary Smith of the Wave Report and also um, uh, Noel.com, Times Picayune, and The Advocate. Hey, by the way, uh, I just got a message from uh, Will Guillory. He's going to join us at 510 this afternoon, not at 435 as scheduled. So, again, 510 for Will Guillory. Ross Jackson of Locked on Pels will join us at 535. So that's your, your lineup uh, going forward. Let's talk some baseball. Uh, Tulane, man, tough, tough series against ECU last weekend. Uh, talk a bit about that series. Yeah. A lot of people felt that it was going to be a defining series for the, for the season. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I did. I'm going to zig a little bit where others might zag. Um Tulane got whipped in that series, no doubt. They need. I thought they needed to win two games. East Carolina is just a better team than Tulane right now. Um, and Tulane, Tulane's strength is at starting pitching, and they got zero quality performances out of their four starters who've been so rock solid all year. That that happens. But Tulane found a way to win the one game they had a chance to win, and that kept their at-large alive, uh, um, hopes alive. Um, and it may, it, it may turn out to be a case that East Carolina is just really, really good. And especially at their home field where they, they, they have a bunch of left-handers in their lineup. The wind was blowing out on the final day. They hit a lot of home runs in that ballpark. Tulane's not going to face a team like that again. Tulane certainly put their, yeah, it, it, Tulane has to keep winning. They've got two regular season series left against UCF and Cincinnati. They got to win six, seven, maybe six, seven, maybe all eight of those games, but, but somewhere in, in, in that range. And then it just comes and then if they don't win the conference tournament, it becomes a matter of does the NCAA committee reward a team that's been up near the top of the conference all year, which is the fifth rated conference in the country, or do they look at the fact that Tulane doesn't have a lot of meat on the bone in terms of top quality wins? You, you never know how committees are going to go on that. But, but Tulane certainly, they, they still got a shot for a regional. They're still projected to go to regionals by the people who do this for a living. Um, at, at the moment, they're considered one of the last teams in. They just got to make sure they, they, they've got to get their starting pitching um, back in, back in form this weekend against UCF and, and, and go from there. Um. Is this a one? Is this a one team, uh, uh, one bid league? In, in your it, opinion, or multiple bids? I think it could. It, it, that depends because again, the league is actually ranked the fifth best league in the country, um, mm-hmm. which usually a league that's ranked that high in the RPI gets more than one team. And Tulane being a half game out of East Carolina, look, the way I look at it, I don't see there's any way if Tulane finishes ahead of East Carolina and they can't finish tied because they have they've played a different number of games. If Tulane yes. can find a way to finish ahead of East Carolina, East Carolina is going to be a number one seed. They're going to be a host for regional. It would be awfully hard for the committee to say, hey, that team that finished ahead of you in the conference standings, we're not even inviting them <laughs> into the field. Um, sure. that, that'll be the decision. Tulane's a half game out right now. If Tulane finishes behind East Carolina, um, which you know, obviously it, it, it appears likely, although the thing, East Carolina is a much better home team than a road team, and their last two series are on the road in the regular season. But if, if Tulane finishes behind them, it's, it's going to be dicey. It, it could come down to how deep Tulane goes in the, in, in the conference tournament. I, I'll mm-hmm. tell you one thing about this Tulane team, though. I'm, I'm writing a feature on the guy. Keegan Gillies, you mentioned you're having Will Guillory uh, on the show. He's yes. in the, He's a brother Martin alum. Keegan Gillies is a brother Martin mm-hmm. alum. Keegan Gillies was lights out. The one game Tulane won against East Carolina, he came in and pitched two innings with a one-run lead and was just absolutely dominant. He's starting to develop. He kind of flailed around for a part of his Tulane career as a starter. 
and he had a hard time adjusting to being a closer at first. He's he's now looking like he has major league stuff out there on the mound. Wow. So if Tulane can get into a position where they can win these games and put him on the mound, they'll be in pretty good shape. It's projected that they're going to the Ruston Regional. Is, is yeah. uh, and of course that would be a that you know that's that's not bad. You have to play Louisiana Tech, but yeah, still you're well, staying in state. You're not going far away. That's not bad. Sign me up for that one. If that those things don't actually have much accuracy at this time, but sure. sign me up for that one now because Louisiana Tech, Louisiana Tech came into Tulane and swept Tulane and looked great. Louisiana Tech's not a great baseball team. They're a good baseball team. LSU's mm-hmm. completely whacked them around the two times they yes. played in midweek games this year. Sign Mississippi has lost five. Of, Ole Miss has lost five of their last six series in the SEC. If I'm Tulane and that's the actual regional they get in, sign me up for that now because that would be that would be a gift, honestly, and it would be fun yeah. if, if that if all that happened with Tulane, know and Louisiana Tech and Ole Miss all in one region yep. in Ruston. That would be a heck of a time. Yep, no doubt. Yo, let's go to UNO twenty-seven and twenty-one overall. 22 and 14 with, within the conference. Southeastern right there with them. 28 and 17, 20 and 12. Uh, talk a little about this because look, they're percentage points away from each other. Uh, yeah. Talk about the privateers. Yeah, well, the privateers have one series left. They've actually, it's an uneven number of teams in the league and they've got the bye in the last week of the year. They're actually going to Oklahoma State that's, um, that week. So this is their week. They're playing at Lamar. They need to go to Lamar and try to sweep all four games least win three and put a number up there, a record up there for the other teams to shoot at going towards the end of the year. Obviously winning a regular season means a lot as a UNO program that hasn't been close to one um, since I think 2001, but in terms of NCAA regional possibilities, there's only one way in from their conference and that's winning the Southland tournament, which is going to be an eight team crap shoot because all of those teams are about equal. Um, they all have been beating each other up. Southeastern's good. UNO's good. So are all those other teams. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting. But it, certainly winning that regular season championship, UNO needs to go to Lamar and probably win all four games this weekend um, yeah. because there's so many teams right behind them that, that could get hot in the last two weeks. But uh, still a heck of a heck of a story. UNO hasn't been anywhere anywhere close to winning a conference um, in, in almost 20 years. Now that is a one-bid league, right? Yeah, totally. Not no question. Southeastern gave themselves a chance earlier this year, but they've lost too many games in conference. They don't have the resume either. So again, it doesn't matter who wins for NCAA tournament purposes. Winning the regular season is totally irrelevant because you don't get an advantage in the tournament, which is going to be in Hammond this year um, right. at, at Southeastern's ballpark. It's going to be an eighteen double elimination field. Whoever wins it goes to the NCAA tournament. Any any updated news on the UNO or Tulane basketball teams you want to pass on to the audience? Um, I, you know, UNO's, uh, UNO penciled them in as the preseason favorite in the, uh, in the, in the Southland next year, which is completely imploding. Uh, they're, they're losing all their Texas teams to the whack. Um, Central Arkansas is leaving. They're going down to an eight team league dominated by the mm-hmm. Louisiana teams. UNO returns by far the most. I'm excited about uh, this is, it's going to be a real, real, real opportunity for UNO, um, to, to win that conference and, and, and get back to the NCAA tournament for the second time in five years. Yeah, no doubt about it. Look, uh, always good, uh, Gary. Tell the folks about your website. Look, if you're a Tulane fan and, and you don't yeah. subscribe to the Wave Report, you're missing out. That's all I can tell you because most yeah. comprehensive look at the Greenies, the anywhere, and, of course, uh, you're doing it for the Picayune uh, and mm-hmm. the Advocate as well. Tell us about what you got coming up, how folks can subscribe yep. to your website, and how folks can follow you on social media. 
Sure. And again, unparalleled recruiting coverage there. I just talked to Lane, got a commitment from a tight end from Miami Gulliver and, and the quarterback from the same school. I talked to the tight end yesterday, haven't had a time to write the story. Will that'll be up there um, by, by tomorrow morning. Um, that won't appear in the advocate. That'll only appear there. Um, it's the wave report.com Tulane.rivals.com. Um, that's an, and, and, and obviously I'm still working on this Jeffrey Johnson situation to find out what the heck it's, what the heck happened here. And, uh, but, uh, and, and that'll be the first place you'll get updates on that one, too. Certainly appreciate your time, my friend. At Gareth Smith on Twitter. We'll talk again next week. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it, as always. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Boy, I'll tell you what, it's been so wet, hasn't it? I mean, uh, again, I think we had a record-breaking rainfall in April. Uh, uh, May has started off kind of the same way. And I've been talking to you lately about tire siping. And um, for those of you that don't know, again, uh, your tire siping experts are Southern Tire. Uh, if you are having problems in, with your tires gripping the road, or, again, you're just not comfortable, or, again, you want to improve your gas mileage, or, again, manage the tire heat and the dog days of New Orleans summer, tire siping is the answer for you. Uh, tire siping will improve your gas mileage, traction on wet streets, and, of course, uh, when we get in those hot New Orleans days, uh, it's going to manage that tire heat. Uh, what they do is, again, they put it on this state-of-the-art machine. Uh, they roll your tires inside that and spin your tires inside the machine, and it puts microscopic cuts on the tire. That allows, again, the tire to, to, to be able to, again, uh, uh, stop quickly, uh, especially on wet streets. Uh, gives you more traction. It's going to improve your gas mileage. And more importantly, again, when you're running that tire, uh, again, uh, during our hot New Orleans summers, it'll manage that heat for you. Uh, it'll extend the life of your tire as well. So, again, a win, 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 win all the way around. You want to know more about tire siping? You go to southerntire.com. You can find out there. You call my friend Tony Piazza over at Southern Tire at 504-737-1558. Ask about, about tire siping. He'll tell you all about it uh, and, of course, how it may help your vehicle. Or if you've got a fleet of vehicles, it's definitely something you want to consider. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Again, 737-1558 or southerntire.com. Uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Hickory and Airline. That's Southern Tire. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. 
amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. The Wendy's restaurant in your area has issued a major bag alert. Bag alert, major bag alert. The Bacon Double Stack is back in the biggie bag with fries, nugs, and a drink, all for just five bucks. The following are to be expected. Joy, disbelief, inability to think about anything else. This deal is effective immediately, and it's only at Wendy's. Major bag alert. Bag Biggie Bag includes four-piece nuggets, small fry, and small drink. U.S. price and participation may vary. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Stressed out? Try Stress Ball's de-stressing gummies. Eat a couple and you'll feel like... That's because Stress Ball's gummies contain a clinically proven herb called ashwagandha that becomes more effective over time at relieving stress. So later, your whole body feels like... Until eventually your whole world feels like... Turn your stress life into your best life with Stress Ball's gummy supplements. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Today's uh, program brought to you by the Oceana Fanbiff Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Contact Bourbon. Also, uh, Old New Orleans Country, 411 Bourbon Street, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and, and uh, Veterans in Metairie, and Mambo's. Yeah, Mambo's, of course. Um, I'm sorry, Mambo's at 411 Bourbon Street. Uh, three floors of incredible dining. I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. If you just want to take a little walk through, uh, of course, again, the great, the great aroma of, of, again, what's cooking, the great cocktails, that's going to keep you in the place. But just go check it out. Uh, again, now you go to each floor. There's a, there's a bar that's on each floor. Uh, plenty of, uh, of seating, again, just to dine in and also to be able to have a cocktail. Uh, on, on the second floor, there's a Bourbon Street balcony for you to be able to dine in or have a, uh, have a few cocktails. Uh, on the third floor is uh, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, get out there and enjoy a meal. Again, enjoy a great um, uh, cocktail, and uh, the sight lines are incredible. You want to go back to the first floor? Again, you got dining on the first floor. you got a bar, but also you've got an authentic French Quarter courtyard that, again, is fantastic during the day, but spectacular at night. Uh, it's, Mambo's the perfect night out for a uh, you know, date night, romantic getaway, maybe, again, friends, family getting together. They're, they're open for lunch seven days a week. You can order online at mambosnola.com. That's mambonola.com. Uh, again, but got to come and experience. Again, the newest restaurant on Bourbon Street, and, and of course, it's Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. When you finish up, uh, go right next door. 
the Hideout Bar, part of the Oceana family of, of, of businesses. Uh, they've got great food, they've got drinks, and they've got live music and authentic French Quarter Courtyard. It's a beautiful setting uh, to, again, uh, to enjoy the night on Bourbon Street, kind of high, again, kind of tucked away in that back of that um, French Quarter Courtyard. So, again, make it a night. Mambo's and then followed by, again, the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Uh, some really good news out of the CDC today. Uh, CDC will no longer recommend masks for fully vaccinated Americans. Uh, that's indoors, outdoors, including crowds. So, again, you could take that mask and put it away for a while, especially if you're fully vaccinated. Uh, that's got to make everybody feel good that's fully vaccinated. Uh, and, uh, you know, even those that, that, like myself, that have been very, very cautious during this time, uh, you got to feel really, really good about uh, the next step here that we're making uh, in terms of, again, uh, not, not having to mask anymore if you're fully vaccinated. And maybe that's the carrot and the stick for some of those that are holding out on, on vaccinations. Here's another one that really caught my eye before I came on, on the air today. We all know that the Colonial Pipeline was hacked, right? And, and uh, there was ransomware that, w- that was out there in terms of that attack. And, uh, of course, it's caused mass shortages of, of, of fuel on, on the East Coast and, and in parts of the Southeast. Uh, look, we know that there's a possibility of anybody getting hacked, from you at your home to, again, major business to government. We saw it with the city of New Orleans, who got hacked not too long ago. Uh, the Colonial paid, uh, paid, uh, paid the ransom. Uh, paid $5 million to the hackers to be able to release the, uh, uh, the, the, the pipeline so get back working. You know, maybe I'm old school. You pay them once, you'll be paying them again. Uh, we got to figure out again how to protect uh, the infrastructure here in the United States, or this is going to be a, 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 an ongoing occurrence uh, for sure. Pelicans last night eliminated from the, from the playoffs, uh, and I've talked about it a lot. This was... I think the season is twofold. First of all, you're excited about the players and the steps that they made. From Zion Williamson, who really got to play almost a complete season, uh, played through injury, wasn't a guy that was limited in minutes, and you saw him get better in every single game. And look, I think Zion's going to be a much better player next year. You know, again, we know that the coaching staff on this on this team teaches, and I fully expect him to be able to have a much better jump shot, maybe a mid-range, uh, and to go along with a bully ball that he's playing right now where he's unstoppable inside. Uh, Brandon Ingram, he had to really kind of adjust to a, a, a Robin role. It was a real adjustment for him after, again, taking on that, that Batman role when Zion was out last season and, you know, well, parlaying that into an all-star uh, season for himself. Look, it's not like his numbers were, were, were any different. His numbers were pretty much the same. It just was a, he was just a different influence on, on, on the team when he was on the floor. Uh, but you've got a, a, a nice one-two punch there in, in Brandon Ingram and, and, and Zion Williamson. But the thing that really excited me the most this year is, again, the young draftees, the young complementary core, and, and how they have come along, especially, again, once they've gotten playing time. Uh, Jackson Hayes is showing that he's going to be an NBA player, and he's going to be a starter. He might be a starter for this team next year. Uh, you see him getting better. Uh, he's understanding, again, the concepts of defense, which, again, was a, a, was a big problem with him on the floor. Uh, he's much more comfortable on the floor as an NBA player. Uh, also, again, he's, he's able to score around the basket, but his ability to run the floor is second to none. And, look, I, I'd like to see him develop a sky hook or a, or a little bit of a hook shot. Uh, especially with his size uh, and his ability to be able to go through the lane like that. But you know that Fred Vince is going to be working with him on his shot, much like he's going to be working with Zion and, and, and the rest of the, uh, the Pelicans. But I love the way he's developing. 
uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Once he got an opportunity to get on the floor and got comfortable, you see what he can do. He's not only a guy that can score, he can, he can handle a ball. Uh, he's got he's to be a little bit more better, got to be a little bit better at uh, making sure that he takes care of the basketball. Uh, especially if you're going to put the ball in his hands as much as, the, as maybe they envision it later on uh, next season. But, uh, again, you like his progression. Look, Kyra Lewis could get on the floor in the beginning of the season. They didn't want to play him. They wanted to redshirt him, which made no sense because he's a first-round pick. But once he got on the floor, it didn't matter his size. Uh, tenacity, uh, you know, again, not afraid to be able to take it to the basket and score uh, defensively, a willing, a willing defender, and he can handle, handle the basketball. So, again, you're excited about that. And then last night, Didi Lozada goes on the floor, and it, it's a head-scratcher. They stashed him for two years in Australia. Now, first of all, they had to. He did not, uh, did not speak the English language, nor did he understand the English language. So he had to learn English. And, but while he was there, he developed his game. Now, look, from an offensive standpoint, we didn't see much last night. Uh, and I don't know how much of an offensive player he's going to be in the NBA. But, again, Fred Vincent's a guy that you put him, in the, in, you put him under his tutelage, he's going to be in a situation where ultimately he's going to be a better scorer. But you saw him, again, give uh, Luka as much problems as any player in the NBA has given Luka in terms of defense. And nobody on this team has played Luka defensively like Lozada did in his first game as a Pelican last night. Uh, so, again, upside on Lozada as well. You know, the off-the-bench off the additions. Herman Hernan Gomez couldn't get off the, off the bench in the early in the season until injuries happened. He has played well. Najee Marshall, the two-way player, he's been a guy that has come in and, and has given him a, a boost off the bench and could be a, a contributor off the bench for them. Waylon Gabriel, the same thing. And, and Awandu, again, in the limited minutes that he's had, he's proven that, you know what, he's got a little bit of an upside as well. So the young core, you really got to be happy about and excited about. Now, the former Lakers, we'll see how it plays out. Brandon Ingram already signed the new contract. He's here. I believe Josh Hart is a must in the offseason uh, to be able to resign, no matter what Najee Marshall gave you this year. Okay? Uh, Hart is so much more far advanced as a player. And, and again, the heart and soul of this team and, and a guy that is a, is a leader. So, hopefully, again, they're going to resign him. Uh, Lonzo Ball is a question mark here. Uh, on, on, and, and then it's a question mark on a sign and trade, which you'll get back for him. You know, if he's going to get a lot of money on the open market, as I mentioned, uh, this is a – I've said it over and over again on this program. Uh, they've got the ninth highest payroll uh, in, in the NBA, and they're out of the playoffs. They're very, very top-heavy term, in terms of their salaries, and they haven't paid Zion yet, okay? So you have to look at it and you have to weigh whether Lonzo Ball is going to be a guy that, that you can have as part of your big three because you're going to pay him as a big three along with Zion and Brandon Ingram. Uh, that is up for conjecture at this point, you know, especially when you've got younger players uh, that are not costing as much in Nikhil Alexander-Walker and, and also Kyra Lewis. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out down the line here. But uh, Griff is going to have to get something in return and send some, something tangible. And I'm talking about draft picks here, and I'm not talking about, uh, again, uh, uh, trash contracts that, that all they become is albatross around the neck of, of, the, uh, of the franchise. We'll have to see how that kind of plays out with, with, uh, with Lonzo Ball. If I've got to point fingers this year, I've got to point fingers at the veterans on this team, and specifically J.J. Redick who, uh, again, showed was classless once again last night in, in, in liking a tweet where saying the Pelicans were eliminated from the playoffs. And I've talked about it over and over again on this program. If J.J. Redick, who, again, wanted to be sent to, to, to Brooklyn, would have played at, at the level he was expected, he would have got his wish. In other words, he would be in Brooklyn right now. Or 
The Pelicans would be in the playoffs, and he'd be happy because he'd be playing with a playoff team. Okay, I put the, the lack of, of, again, the opportunity for this team to get into the playoffs squarely on the, on the veterans on this team. 14 games this year where, again, they were leading in the fourth quarter and ended up losing the game. Veterans are supposed to solve. I can't put that on the rookies. I can't put that on the young players on this team. I've got to put that on the veterans on this team. They're the ones that will be looking to, to, to be able to make sure, again, that you close out a game. Bledsoe has been an absolute bust. He is the second coming of Eric Gordon. He is an albatross around, around the neck of this franchise uh, and, and, again, needs to be dealt at the end of the season. Uh, I like Steven Adams. $29 million this year. Again, he didn't live up to his salary. Uh, 17-3 uh, next year, and I think 17-8 the, the following year uh, with, with, again, Herman Gomez and also uh, Hayes emerging here. I could see, again, an opportunity for them to move off of Steven Adams uh, and, and, and to be able to go with these younger, more athletic centers next to Zion, which I think is probably going to be uh, the, the, uh, the way the, the Pelicans may build this team going forward. James, when you talk about James Johnson, look, he's $16 million uh, this year. Undra, uh, he's, a, he's an unrestricted free agent next year. If he wants to come back, it's going to have to be, again, at, at, at a very, very reduced salary. You're not paying this guy 16 to $17 million. Uh, so when you look at this Pelican team right now, the, my frustration is, is with the veterans on this team. Uh, this is a team, when you looked at it on paper, should, be, should have been a playoff team. And if the veterans would have played up to their capability, we would have, we would have seen a team that would have made the playoffs. They just didn't do it. And I don't know what they, if they were culture-driving veterans in the locker room and they were, again, teaching these young players how to, how to, how to uh, uh, traverse the NBA, and, and maybe that's what they were doing, and maybe, again, that's something that David Griffin can hang his hat on. But, again, I said it before, and I'll say it again. I like David Griffin a lot. I think that, again, I thought he did as good as he could do with the Laker trade. I thought his drafts now have proven out that he's bringing in talented players. But, again, absolute bust when you talk about free agents and, 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 also, and also trades that have been made uh, by David Griffin at this, this point. J.J. Redick played for one year uh, uh, for uh, Alvin Gentry, often injured. And, and this year did nothing. Nico Melli never fit into Stan Van Gundy's system. And when you say Bledsoe and Adams, they didn't make the impact they were supposed to make on this team. You got to like what you got, at least in return. And you want and Wando and, and, and Johnson for uh, J.J. Redick and Nico Melli. But those are all rentals. Okay. Uh, Iwando's got one more year on his contract. So maybe, again, you got a chance to we'll see what he's got uh, at this point. But, again, this is time now uh, to be able to unload that treasure chest of picks to be able to get better next season. You've got to be in a situation where, again, you're, you're building a championship team and that you're in the playoffs, that you're eliminating those 14 games uh, in which, again, you were leading in the fourth quarter and you allowed those games to slip away. You've got to bring in some veterans that, again, can mesh with Zion and ultimately understand that Zion Williamson is the face of the franchise and that if they come here, they're going to be a complimentary piece. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. But I don't think Griff can, can kind of uh, hang in place now uh, and say we're going to methodically build this team. Uh, I think you've got to start figuring out what you're going to do. The Pelicans do have a lottery pick this year. Uh, and when I get with Will Guillory at 5'10", we'll go through some of the picks that they have because they have multiple picks in this draft. And, of course, we know uh, between the pick swaps with Milwaukee and Los Angeles, uh, again, they've got a, a, a plethora of assets to be able to make this team better. The time is now, ladies and gentlemen, now. And, uh, again, uh, well, hopefully that we, we will see that. And, look, if I'm Gail Benson, I'm going to.
demanding. I'm not taking the ninth highest payroll in the NBA, and, and, and again, I can't even make the play-in tournament. Something has to give here, and this has to be a better team. Can't blame it on... Can't blame it on injuries, ladies and gentlemen. This team was not injured until the end of the season, for the most part. Okay, uh, you know, and I'm not even counting JJ Redick because he laid on the leg of the franchise since uh, for the entire season since he found out Stan Van Gundy was going to be uh, uh, the head coach. By the way, just a classless move uh, by JJ Redick, who really taints his uh, his uh, legacy as as an NBA player, uh, a guy that was gritty and gutty and, and wasn't thought to be again a guy that was going to be able to be more of the journeyman in the league. He turned himself into a great three point shooter. Oh, by the way, by the way, you know how that happened? Stan Van Gundy in Orlando and his tutelage. Uh, got him, got him in where he is today, and uh, you know, you know, basically again, he, he just rips on the organization on the way out. And last night was the cherry on top of the ice cream uh, with the giving the like on Twitter uh, when it was announced that the Pelicans were eliminated from the playoffs. Just a classless individual. All right, we take a break. We come back. We're going to wrap up uh, hour number one. Remember, Will Gillery will join us. Also, um, uh, Ross Jackson for Locked On Pels. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your air conditioning system? Think Burkhardt. They're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Boy, they come to your home or your business. And Nate Certified Technician is the highest certification in the industry. Folks, they'll never gouge you, never cheat you, do only the work that's necessary. They want you to tell your friends and family how you were treated by Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a new system, Burkhardt authorizes itself some of the top brands in the industry. So whether it's a new system, whether you need a tune-up on your resin system, or again, you need repairs, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code NEXT for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents per gallon on your next fill up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code NEXT for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code NEXT. Today's show is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, all, and of course Old New Orleans Cookery, all in the quarter. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant uh, on Veterans and Lake Villa in Metairie. And of course, don't forget about the Hideout Bar right next to Mambo's, uh, right there in the French Quarter. All are open. All are open for you late. All are open seven days a week. Get out there and enjoy, again, a, a meal or a cocktail at one of the Oceana family of businesses. Uh, Will Gillery is going to join us at uh, 510. Uh, then that'll be followed by Ross Jackson, Locked on Pels at 535. Uh, last night, uh, checking out a lot of the uh, talking heads, talking about the schedule. Uh, went and read a lot of stuff on what um, some of the uh, uh, pundits out there that cover the NFL were talking about the Saints. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of faith in the New Orleans Saints in a post-Breeze era. Uh, not a lot of faith in Sean Payton to be able to get this team to the playoffs uh, next season. Uh, not a lot of faith that this team will be above 500 next season. I found it very, very interesting that the NFL uh, and the networks felt uh, compelled to be able to put the, the Saints in five primetime games, uh, plus the two uh, uh, America games of the week uh, with Fox, which, again, gives them a total of uh, seven, seven nationally televised games. And that doesn't even count what might happen with CBS, right? Uh, depending on, again, how the season goes. But... Uh, when you listen to those that, that again, are supposedly in the know, uh, they, they don't think this is going to be a really good season for the Saints. Look, they've had some losses, and the biggest one being, again, the greatest player in the history of the franchise, a guy that's going to be a first bout Hall of Famer in Drew Brees. Uh, but there is a nucleus of winning football on this team. Now, this team is going to go as the quarterback goes, right? And there's going to have some tough sledding early because, again, you don't know who's going to play, play quarterback for you, uh, and maybe Marshawn Lattimore might be suspended one or two games. There's no doubt about that. 
Uh, you got to hope again that uh, that a lot of these young guys ascend, like we saw with the Pelicans this year. And also, you don't have any, you have kind of an injury-free year. So again, things have to go your way with the football guys. But let me say this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, the demise of the Saints, uh, as far as as far as the top team in the NFL, I think is being greatly exaggerated. Uh, I think this team is going to be competitive. I think they're going to have a chance to win the division, and and I think they're going to be in the playoffs. So we'll see how it plays out. A lot of the national uh, talking heads, the national pundits, do not believe in your New Orleans Saints. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, We'll have on Will Guillory, followed by Ross Jackson. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Get out there and enjoy a great meal or cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Get 
party. I like this kind of party, baby. Welcome back to hour number two of Inside New Orleans. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. And, of course, you can listen at ericasher.com. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and, of course, the podcast available on Anchor. Uh, that's our home base, but it's on all the major podcasting platforms, iHeart, uh, Spreaker, Google, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. Uh, and, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Lessie's award-winning journalist joined me today at 1 p.m. on uh, WLAE-TV with our live broadcast. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Uh, your next chance to catch us tonight, 6 p.m. on LAE, 10 p.m. on The Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on, the, on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms, and always on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, the Hideout Bar, and of course, Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Hey, voted by one of the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Uh, you can enjoy a fantastic uh, Cajun Creole meal there, uh, but also, a, 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 again, great beer selection and fantastic mixologists that will whip up an incredible cocktail for you. Then uh, yeah, TV's everywhere. Look, a lot of people think of it as kind of a sports bar. It's not. It is a great restaurant uh, with a sports theme. And uh, that means that TV's everywhere. Over 30 TVs all over the restaurant, uh, even in the bathroom. You'll never miss a play. I'm telling you, you'll never miss a play. It's great to be able to go there on Sundays to watch the football. Again, uh, March Madness, basketball. And, of course, even if you're a, a news junkie, they always got some televisions on with the news as well. Uh, but you'll never miss a play o- over at Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. And then the, the uh, sports memorabilia, out of sight. Some are unique items you have never seen in your life. Uh, just incredible uh, memorabilia for a memorabilia buff like me. It's like going into a museum. Uh, it is a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. You can go to bobbyabears.com and you can find out more about the menu. Also, you can order online for delivery. They're open seven days a week and they're open late for lunch and dinner. 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. That's Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Joining me on the program now uh, from uh, The Athletic, New Orleans' own Will Guillory. Will, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. How about you? Doing fantastic. Well, good to have you as always. Always look forward to our conversations. And man, I wish it was on. I wish it was a better things, other things to talk about. But you know, it, it is. It is what it is at this point. Uh, the Pelicans are out of the playoffs. Uh, but uh, I, look, I'm disappointed. But I can see. Uh, I can. I can look at this season and say, all was not lost. I, I see some some silver lining uh, in the clouds here. Uh, what's going on with the Pels? Your your thoughts on the season? Yeah, I'm right there, Richard. I think you know it was a big disappointment as far as you know that the one big priority coming in was to improve the defense, and if anything, they probably got a little bit worse than they were last year defensively. Uh, so I think that's a big loss. But if you're talking about the second priority, it would have probably been 
you know, developing these young guys, you know, other than Zion Williamson, who we saw obviously make a huge jump this year. Mm-hmm. We saw Nikhil Alexander-Walker show some real progress in his game. Jackson Hayes, second half of the season, looks like a different guy out there doing all type of stuff. Offensively showing some real improvement on the defensive side. And I think Kyra uh, Lewis as well has looked good, you know, during stretches has shown he can start making some shots from the outside, which is big. And, you know, now last night we got to see Didi Luzado for the first time, and he looks like mm-hmm. he's a, you know, a real high-level NBA defender possibly one day. Uh, so I think you got to feel really good about the young guys on this roster, but I think the overall big picture, you know, how this team is built, I think is a big question going into the offseason as far as what they're going to do to improve that defense. Because if they're bottom 10 in the league defensively next year, and then there's going to be a huge problem. Yeah, I agree. Uh, if I and look, I, nobody wants to cast blame. It is what it is. But if I point a finger, I point a finger at the veterans on this team. Much more was expected from the veterans on this team, from J.J. Redick, Nico Melli, who are no longer here, uh, to again Bledsoe, Adams, and, and of course, uh, uh, you know, you look at uh, at, at their contribution. Uh, Bledsoe never lived up lived up to the billing of again a guy that was second team All Defense. J.J. Redick, often injured, did nothing for this team this year. Uh, Nico Melli, after playing pretty well for Alvin Gentry, uh, did not did not fit in the San Van Gundy type uh, uh, offense. He seemed lost at times, and I mean, you could talk about Johnson coming over in that uh, in that trade. Look, he was a stabilizing force in a lot of cases for this team, but really just a one-year rental. Uh, my frustration, if anything, were, were again, the supposed culture-driving veterans uh, that were brought in. Yeah, no doubt. And I think the drop-off from Drew Holiday to Eric Bledsoe turned out to be tremendous. I mean, we knew it would be a drop-off, uh, but I think it turned out to be much bigger than we thought, uh, probably on both ends of the court. Uh, I, I think, you know, at least you thought you were going to get a little bit of some type of stopper from Eric Bledsoe. I think he's been, you know, average to to, to not very good at, at times defensively. And I think really, you know, from the start of the season, I've been screaming that they needed to get the kill Alexander Walker into that starting lineup. And I think there's no way you go on the next season without uh, Nikhil starting at the two guard. Uh, maybe they bring somebody else in, but I think – the number one thing they got to find a way to move that Eric Bledsoe contract, and they got to get McHale into that starting lineup. Uh, but yeah, I think it's been a real disappointment from the veterans, and I don't know what they're going to do about the Stephen Adams situation. I think they like what he brings in the locker room. Uh, we talked about this before. I think the, the the shortened season and the way that these games are spread out, I think yep. probably hurts Stephen more than anybody else on this team. So maybe in a regular season, you know, he can take care of his body a little bit better. Uh, but I think, you know, just the style of center he is, I don't know how much of a fit it is next to Zion Williams. And there's not so much to, to how much everybody has a discussion where they got to get a three-point shooting center next to Zion. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Uh, I think they need somebody like uh, Billy Hernan Gomez and Jackson Hayes, the way they move around on the baseline and create that space for Zion. Stephen Adams seems more like a stationary big man just under the, the, the basket all the time. And I think Zion obviously always needs people creating space for him. Just because he's always going to get swarmed, he needs those options to make plays. I agree. I think they, with the way Zion looks like he's going to be a pro, a more athletic center is probably, again, a better fit for him going forward. And when you look at you know, the upside of Jackson Hayes, he fits that, 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 that bill, and, and it looks like Hernan Gomez does as well. Uh, but again, we see the salary go down significantly for Steven Adams over the next two seasons, $17 million next year, seventeen point nine the, the, the following year. But, uh, the, the, you know, again, you're going to be top-heavy once again on, 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 
on the uh, salary cap. And that's been the most disappointing thing. I got to believe Gail Benson, when, when uh, you know, she's in a quiet moment, she's looking and going, wow, we were the ninth highest payroll in the NBA, and we couldn't even make the top ten in, in the Western Conference to be able to make the, uh, the, the playoffs. Something's got to give with, again, these veterans who are getting a lot of money and, and not giving the production uh, ba- based on their salary. Uh, no question. I mean, this is a team that barely does the, the luxury tax. I mean, we're talking like less than $20,000 yep. uh, away from paying the luxury tax. And you're exactly right. I mean, they're not even a top 10 seed in, in, in the West, uh, which, you know, has got to be a huge disappointment for this team. And they got to figure out a way to get, you know, more production for these big salaries. Because uh, if you look into the future, uh, they're going to start handing out even bigger salaries. If they're keeping yep. Lonzo Ball, he's going to be making a whole lot more money next year. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes for Josh Hart. Uh, so I think if you're paying all of these young guys and you're paying the vets as well, you need to start putting some wins on the board. And I think next year uh, there's no more excuses for this squad. They've got to be in a much better position as far as the Western Conference standing because I don't think losing is acceptable anymore. There's no more talk of, you know, young guys are needing more experience together. They've got all of that. Uh, all of these guys are going to be older next year. They've got a couple years together. Uh, they got to start winning, or there's going to be some real tough questions for everybody to answer. Yep, I would agree. All right, let's talk about the future of Lonzo Ball. Is he back? Is he involved in a sign and trade? Uh, I can't see them allowing him to get away for nothing. Uh, what do you think happens? I'm still in the camp that I believe Lonzo is going to stick around. I really do like his fit next to B.I., and uh, and Zion Williamson, I think there are going to be a few teams out there, but I've never really bought into you know the, the feeding frenzy for Lonzo Ball that, that people believe is going to happen once free agency hits. Uh, I don't think the Pels are going to be the team that really wants him more than anybody else. And he's expressed that he wants to be in New Orleans. So I think they're going to find a way to figure that thing out. It's just a matter of how much you end up giving him. And I think that's going to be a big question because, again, you already paid so much money to Stephen Adams. You're looking at the potential of re-signing a Josh Hart as well. They're going to have to, you know, keep things really tight with that salary cap the same way they did this year. So it's going to be some real gymnastics for David Griffin and his crew. But I, I'm still a believer that Lonzo Ball is an important piece for this team moving forward into the future. And I'm a believer that Josh Hart is important for this team going forward. Your thoughts on him re-signing? No question. I, I think he's essential, and I think his, his losing him has been a, a huge part of the, the team's kind of fall off over the past yes. like, month or so. And I think you know what he brought defensively, uh, a guy who made plays and transition, you know, opposite of Zion Williamson. Uh, I think it's been huge uh, just to not have that in, in the lineup. And I think he's a guy that's going to keep getting better as time goes on, as he get comfortable in his role. Uh, I think you know he's been as productive as he's been without really being a guy who shot around 40% on three-pointers. He's not a guy who's making as many plays off the dribble. And I think we, we've seen him kind of do those things at a high level in the past as well. So I think he can get better. And I think he's going to be a really important piece for this team just to establish that attitude. I think he's going to be that version of Marcus Smart, that type of guy, and they got to keep him around, no doubt. Let's talk about the draft now. Uh, the Pelicans will be in the lottery with their own pick. Uh, the Los Angeles first-round pick is 8-30 to 30 protected, but it could fall into, into that, um, uh, that pick-swap situation where it becomes an unprotected pick in 2022. Uh, they've got the worst of the Chicago-New Orleans second-round pick. Again, whoever's, whoever's uh, the worst of that one. Cleveland's second-round pick via Atlanta and Washington's second-round pick via Milwaukee. So, again, just this year they've got, they've got multiple picks uh, in this trap, and they've got a treasure chest of picks they can be utilized for assets to go out and get a veteran or veterans to be able to augment this roster. 
What moves do you think David Griffin makes in the offseason? Is he sticking with these young players and bringing in these young guys, or is he uh, taking some of those picks and maybe along with a player and trying to get better with another veteran? Yeah, I still think that he, he's going to try to take the slow approach. I think, obviously, he's going to end up not drafting three second-round picks. I can guarantee you that. Uh, I think they're going to be active with those picks. Uh, I, I still think they're going to end up keeping this pick. Uh, there's going to be a lot of talk, you know, what they can do to kind of improve the lineup with that pick rather than add another guy to the mix. But I still think they're going to be a couple good guys in that area that they can draft uh, that I think they can help them a lot. Uh, so I think they're going to end up keeping their pick, which should probably be around, you know, 9, 10 in that range. Um, but I think, again, you're going to have to find a way to, to move Eric Bledsoe, so you're probably going to have to use one of those future first-round draft picks mm-hmm. for that one, or at least a couple second-round picks. And I think, you know, uh, there's always going to be the talk of the Bradley Beals of the world and guys like that. I'm not sure if they're going to be ready to make that type of huge move just yet. Uh, so I think they're going to try to, you know, add some more young guys to this mix, bring Lonzo Ball back, and, and see how good this team can be. But if they start struggling at the beginning of the next year, I think it wouldn't surprise me if David Griffin start getting real aggressive, you know, after one of these big-name guys if they become available. Will Guillory is our guest. We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to ask Will again, what does this team need? What are the positions they need? Maybe some players that he thinks may fit on this roster going forward. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Sign a service agreement with Burkhardt to give you the peace of mind of knowing that Burkhardt is monitoring the life and vision of your air conditioning heating system. Here's some of the benefits for you, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, they're going to contact you to schedule your fall or winter or spring or summer inspections on your AC and heating system. Uh, if you need emergency service, you move to the front of the line for service you have priority scheduling if you have a service agreement you'll get 10 percent discount on that demand or emergency service and because burkhardt is monitoring the life and efficiency of your air conditioning heating system they're going to prolong that equipment life it's going to operate safely it's going to save you when it comes to your energy bills it's a no-brainer uh, sign a service agreement with burkhardt and have the peace of mind to know that burkhardt is making sure that your heating and air conditioning system are working properly that's acpromise.com acpromise.com soul with your country then you're with us new orleans country from the classics to the songs that matter your country is on 1061 nash icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The Chalupa Cravings Box is an abundant collection of Taco Bell favorites, like the Chalupa, a beefy five-layer burrito, plus chips and nacho cheese sauce and a medium drink. Watch your wildest cravings come true at participating U.S. locations for a limited time only. Drinks excludes freezes. Be mindful of a stalled vehicle that's blocking the right lane on the West Bank Expressway eastbound at Manhattan Boulevard. And look out for delays if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. Delays remain heavy on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Bonneville. Also look out for delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. And be mindful of a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 eastbound at the 10610 merge. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are steady from Broad to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. 
JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenuehowerhand.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. When the wild calls, the Kubota RTV X1140 was built to answer. Proven diesel engine, heavy-duty suspension, and traction that grips like a mountain lion. It's all engineered around a roomy four-seat cab that converts into an extra-long cargo bed so you can prep for a trophy hunt and haul it home effortlessly. Find yours at your local Kubota dealer. Kubota. Shape your world. Get your next Kubota at Ascension Equipment. Save more today and mow tomorrow. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conte Bourbon, Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villain Veterans in Mentory. Again, fantastic place to grab a bite to eat, grab a cocktail, count your favorite uh, uh, sporting event. If you're a memorabilia buff, they got you covered there. Got a private rooms uh, set up for, again, graduations. You want to have a family party, get together with friends, you can do it at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, Will Gillery of The Athletic joins us uh, back on the program as we get ready to wrap up with him on, on this Thursday afternoon, uh, talking some Pelicans. Okay, Will, I put the general manager's hat on you, my friend. You are David Griffin. What does this team need, uh, whether it be by position or players, that you'd like to see here next year? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, they got to add some more shooting. Uh, you know, they, with the way teams are defending Zion Williamson, we see they're packing the paint at, a, at an extreme rate. It's something we haven't really seen that much at all. Uh, in the past couple of decades, uh, I think you got to add some guys that can knock down shots, and I think you got to add one more guy who can make some plays on the perimeter. Uh, you know, uh, I think one one guy in that Eric Bledsoe slash Drew Holiday spot. I think you need somebody who can make some plays uh, in pick and roll situations, take some of that pressure off of Bi and Zion. I think everybody loves the, the point Zion revolution, but I think they got to find ways to make the game a little easier on him. And maybe he'll be even more efficient than, you know, the guy that's already shooting like 62%, <laughs> which is already ridiculous. Right. Um, 
Are they going to hold on to the lottery pick, in your opinion? I think so. I, I think, like I said, there are enough good guys going to be in that area. One one name I've been circling, you know, since the tournament is Corey Kispert. Uh, mm-hmm. I love what that guy does as an outside shooter. Again, somebody who can, you know, take advantage of that space that Zion Williamson creates. I think there are a couple guys in that area who they may be able to get in. Who knows if David Griffin busts out that lucky tie and maybe they jump back into that top four and they get a right. real talent, you know, with that lottery pick. Well, or again, look, the one thing that you've done over the last couple of years is that, again, you've been able to stash all these draft picks, and a lot of those picks, number one picks. So, I mean, if you see a player you really like uh, in the lottery, maybe you can entice that team to be able to give up that lottery pick by getting multiple first-round picks. And, again, that might be working for them. When you have a plethora of picks like they do, you can utilize that to be able to move up and down the draft board. Exactly. You can just be aggressive wherever you choose. And I think that's the big advantage that, you know, Dave Griffin has put himself in. And he's able to, to make that move whenever he wants to. And I, and I think with the way they set up a lot of those Lakers and, and Bucks picks down, you know, in the future, it's not like sure. they have the pressure to make those moves within the next couple of years. Uh, so he can really, you know, take a look at the, the land and really see what's going on rather than, okay, we got to jump on the next available star and hope it works out. Uh, and I think that's why I believe they're going to continue to try to be as patient as possible as long as you're still seeing improvement from those young guys. With the evolution of Zion Williamson as more of a point forward, first of all, do you think they stay with that? And and ultimately, again, uh, how, uh, i got to believe they're going to surround him based on that. But I still think you need quality point guards because we've seen, again, when things get tight toward the end, how teams have been able to take advantage of him in terms of ball handling. Uh, what, what do you think happens there? Yeah, I think we're going to see them use him in a lot of the same ways we see uh, Milwaukee use Giannis Antetokounmpo where he's running the point guard a lot of the time, but he still shares the ball with Drew Holiday, with Chris Middleton, with these other guys who can create. It's not like, you know, Zion's going to be the guy creating every every single shot every single time, like a a LeBron James or one of those guys. Uh, So I think he's going to be able to share the load, but they just have to find guys who he can share the load with. And I think Brandon Ingram is obviously one of them, but I believe they would rather have Lonzo as a spot-up guy, a guy who's making plays in transition. So I think they got to find, you know, one more player, like I said, in that two to three range who can make some plays and pick and roll and get mm-hmm. downhill uh, just to make the game easier on, on Zion and B.I. Will, it's always a pleasure, man, to have you on the show. Really uh, appreciate it. Really love what you do for The Athletic. Tell us about The Athletic, how folks can subscribe, what you got coming up for us, and how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory. Uh, that's G-U-I. L-O-R-Y and find all my work at theathletic.com and like we said you know the season is basically over now two games left so we're looking forward you know free agency uh, the draft uh, a whole lot of big decisions for this team man. and I'm going to be covering them all and I'm also uh, probably going to jump in on the podcast here and there playoff time you know, see what's going on with these playing sure. tournaments man and see uh, what this crazy playoff race so yeah I'm looking forward to all of it yep no doubt about it appreciate your time so much we'll be checking in with you soon all right, man. Appreciate you. That's uh, Will Guillory. New Orleans' own Will Guillory joining us again, talking a little Pelicans. We're going to talk some Saints in the next segment uh, with uh, Ross Jackson of Locked On Pels. Uh, and I uh, want to remind everybody, again, uh, that uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceanic Family of Restaurants, Oceanic Grill, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's. And, of course, next half hour is going to be brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, 205 Bourbon Street, 
open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, first of all, beautiful place to be able to go dine in. They have these beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. So if you're a people watcher, you just want to kind of watch the craziness on Bourbon Street, you can do it there. They've got not one, but two Bourbon Street balconies. You can dine on them. You can have, you're going to use the adjoining rooms uh, to also have your next event. Uh, also have a, a private restroom there as well for both of those, uh, those Bourbon Street balconies. Then they also have an authentic French Quarter courtyard. As I mentioned, beautiful during the day, but I'll tell you what, they, they look spectacular at night. Just a real romantic place, a great place to be able to have a cocktail or, again, to, to enjoy a meal. Uh, it's a perfect place to be able to bring the family and have a family meal. Maybe, again, a bunch of friends getting together, maybe a reunion meal again, or maybe date night. Uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, again, has a fantastic menu for you and a fantastic mixologist uh, that can they create uh, incredible libations, incredible spirits for you. Uh, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. To find out more, you can go to uh, nolacookery.com. You can find out uh, about uh, their delivery um, uh, areas, uh, the, their delivery partners, and also uh, their menu as well. Everything you need to know about Old New Orleans Cookery is at nolacookery.com. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Again, uh, looking for a great place to grab a bite to eat? Think Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. We'll be right back. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
It's the new crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under seven minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Covington, Louisiana, with the tunnel tube technology. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in A-Meat or Galvez Hardware in Prairieville. HP Cookers on Facebook or hpcookers.com. Tell them Scott Ennis sent you in. Want to hear something amazing? Oh, and feel free to tell your friends, too. So, Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network Grilling Essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles 15% off for ends May 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Installing brand new carpets shouldn't mean putting your life on hold. Enjoy a simplified installation experience at the Home Depot by licensed local professionals. Get an unbeatable selection of affordable styles, colors, and fabrics that are durable and low maintenance, including options that are odor and stain resistant. And right now, you can get your carpet installed for free. Get started today at the Home Depot. Free carpet installation on purchases of $699 or more. No square foot minimum. Excludes in-stock styles. U.S. only. See store for details. If you're looking for a career and not a job, if you're looking to get with a company where you could spend a lifetime, think Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's right. Burkhardt has openings now. Uh, they are hiring. Uh, with, again, their, their business expanding and growing like it is, they need new technicians. Uh, if you are an air conditioning technician already certified and looking for a, a great company that, again, you can have a career with, think Burkhart. If you don't have experience and you'd like to be able to get into the air conditioning field, uh, talk to them about their paid training program. So, again, if you're looking for a, a career and not a job, looking to get with a company you could spend a lifetime with, uh, think Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, um, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and, of course, this half hour brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Uh, we head to the guest line now. First of all, thanks to Will Guillory of The Athletic for joining us now. Uh, Ross Jackson of Locked On Pels podcast, and so I'm sorry, Locked On Saints podcast, and so much more joins us on the program. Ross, how are you today? Hey, brother, good to be here with you. Appreciate you having me on. Doing well over here. Hope you're doing well also. Doing fantastic. Before we get started, since, since I blew it on the on the intro, tell us about the podcast and everything you're involved in. Hey, not at all. Look, I'm a big fan of Lockdown Pell's podcast with Jake Madison. He does some great work over there. Yes, he does. Uh, you, can follow, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Roz Jackson Nola, N-O-L-A, and I'm the host of the Locked On Saints podcast, giving you all the news that you need every single Monday through Friday, about 25 to 30 minutes, perfect for your daily commute, over at Locked On Saints, where you can catch wherever you get your podcast. Beautiful. Good to have you back. First of all, since it's the first time I've had you since the draft, let's start there and then we'll move into the schedule. Uh, but uh, your, your thoughts overall on the Saints draft, and then we'll start to maybe uh, look, look a little bit deeper in, into some of the players that they've picked. Yeah, so um, I like the fact that they addressed all three levels of the defense. There were certainly needs at all three spots there on the defensive line in the secondary and, then of course, at the second level with the linebacker position. So them going three straight defensive picks to open up the draft a little bit out of character for the drew uh, excuse me for the sean payton era new orleans saints in 2006 they've only done that twice before so it's interesting to see them do that but good to see them do that and really pay attention to all three levels of the defense and make sure they spent their time there then they come over in the back half of the draft there go three straight offensive 
players uh, going with the quarterback Ian Book there out of Notre Dame, the winningest quarterback there, 30 and five in his collegiate career. Apparently, has a lot of the tools that the Saints like. I, we'll talk a little bit more about him in depth, I'm sure, as we uh, roll along with today. But you know, then they circle around, they get another offensive lineman. The Saints so good at drafting and developing offensive linemen, and here with uh, SEC. Kentucky left tackle. He was a career left tackle. Things are going to take a look at him over at right tackle and Landon Young. I love the fact that they continue to focus on the trenches, continue to focus on the offensive line, and then adding the first wide receiver that they've added since Traquan Smith in 2018 with Kawan Baker out of South Alabama, who packs a really specific and pretty unique skill set. So I like very much what the Saints did there. I know that there were some popular names on the board in terms of who they didn't draft. Mm -hmm. Looking at who they did draft, they addressed the things that they needed to address here. Uh, we know, again, from all the reports, they tried to move up to either get uh, uh, J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain. The price was too high. I had called it a fallback pick. Uh, this week on The Athletic, Jeff Duncan asked that, kind of that question directly to Jeff Ireland. Uh, he said it was not a fallback pick. They, they like Peyton Turner. They, they, again, that was a guy they circled as that, that they wanted. Uh, what do you like about Peyton, Peyton Turner? Is he a plug-and-play player for this team? Uh, give us your synopsis. Yeah, so the thing that I like about Peyton Turner is, you know, generally the things that you'll see on him, things about his length, his athleticism, his pass rushing moves, his skill set, his toolbox is a little bit more expansive as well as some of the other defensive ends that you've seen the Saints go with in the past, particularly a guy like Marcus Davenport, who, of course, Peyton Turner is drawing a lot of uh, a lot of comparisons to because of his size and because of his length and him being a first-round defensive end. But when you look at Marcus Davenport coming into the NFL, he kind of had a move. He had a bull rush that was really impressive. His speed to power transition was all there. But when you look back at Peyton Turner, he's expanded his pass rushing repertoire to having several different moves and several different options. Next, we'll just be helping him develop a game plan and being able to figure out how to string some of those moves together and have a plan as he goes in. And Ryan Nielsen certainly will be able to help him be able to do that. But his length, his athleticism, his skill set, his toolbox, all those things in place. The Saints really, really did like him going into this uh, this NFL draft process, and it sounds like a few mm-hmm. other teams really liked him as well as you saw the run on edge rushers at the end of the first ra- uh, the end of the first round close out the first round of the draft there. And the Saints, one of the things that Jeff Ireland mentioned was that he they they knew that experts weren't looking at you know analysts and, and media folks weren't looking at Peyton Turner as a potential first round selection in mock drafts and things like that, which made them be a little bit more critical and go back and reevaluate their process. And they only ended up liking him more. Pete Werner, linebacker at Ohio State. What do you like? What do you don't like? Is he a plug-and-play guy? Yeah, one of the things that I really like about Pete, uh, about Pete Werner is he might not be one of those guys that is absolutely elite at any certain specific thing, but he's somebody that's going to be able to come in and give you very quality, stable, durable play in a lot of different areas, whether it's dropping back into coverage and carrying a tight end up the seam. He can use a little bit of a boost in terms of his ability and reactivity, sort of clicking and closing when he sees plays in the flats. That will be something to develop there. In terms of his ability to cover, his ability to to rush the passer, which the Saints had uh, Alex Anzalone and Quan Alexander doing next to Mario Davis over 17% of the time on their snaps last year, that's something he has proven to be very effective in, getting pressure over 20% of the time that he, he did that while he was with the Ohio State Buckeyes over the last three seasons. So he's someone that brings you a lot of support in a lot of different areas and is a 
quality player at all of those. I think he's probably the most pro-ready out of these players. Right. Peyton Turner will probably be able to plug in simply because of the fact that, you know, it's usually a rotation for the Saints on the defensive line. Sure. But, yeah, but in terms of being a two-play, three-play type starter, being able to be on the field in nickel packages, being able to be on the field in base packages, Pete Werner should be able to do that right away. How about Paulson, Paulson Adebo, cornerback out of Stanford? Uh, talk about him. He may be forced into being a plug-and-play player. Is he ready? Right, yeah, he might not have a choice. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I think that he's somebody that can use a little bit of time. I'm very high on Paulson Debo. I think Paulson Debo can be and will be very good in the NFL, and I'm, I was glad to see him uh, be, you know, be, be the target for the Saints as they traded up there to 76 to grab him. He's a former wide receiver, very athletic, uh, good, good, great ball skills, uh, eight, eight interceptions in his last two seasons with Stanford, 34 passes defensed over the time that he's there, which is just an enormous number. He's a good tackler. He's good in run support. He's prototypical size. I mean, there's a lot to like about Paul Sinadivo, but honestly, he hasn't seen full-speed football action on a field since 2019 because he opted out of the 2020 season with all of the uncertainty around the Pac-12 and their sort of, you know, not very good handling of their 2020 season and decisions that needed to be made there. And so with all of that, I think that he needs a little bit of time to get acclimated to NFL speed, to football speed, and then NFL speed on top of that. So these rookie mini camps this weekend are going to be very important to him, as well as the OTAs and mini camps going out throughout the next couple of months here. He might not have a choice, just like you mentioned. He might have to be cornerback two as soon as possible. And, of course, depending upon what happens with Marshawn Lattimore and the, you know, the legal troubles, things like that, that he's had over the course of the offseason here, if he ends up suspended by the NFL, then even mm-hmm. if the Saints do go out and sign another veteran or start like Patrick Robinson ahead of Paul Sinadibo, for instance, he might still end up in one of those starting positions at least earlier on in the season. So we'll have to see how quickly he can develop there. But I have a lot of confidence in him. I just hope that he gets the time he needs to develop and settle in. Ian Book is the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's a quintessential Sean Payton guy. I mean, he fits all of the molds in terms of all the things that they look at in drafting a quarterback. Remember, this is a franchise that since Sean Payton came through, they haven't drafted a lot of quarterbacks in the Sean Payton era. I mean, you can go back to Garrett Grayson. You can look at Tommy Stevens last season, but they didn't even draft him to be a quarterback. And then now all of a sudden you see Ian Book at the selection here, six foot, just over 200 pounds. He's got some athleticism, works really well off script. And then he's also somebody that, you know, is very careful with the ball. Uh, He's got a great touchdown to interception ratio. He has, you know, he's done a good job taking care of the ball. He's got a lot of experience. And as we mentioned, winning his quarterback in Notre Dame history, it's been playing, you know, football forever over in that Mm -hmm. program. And so he does a lot of good work there, but I don't think he's going to be somebody that's going to come in and challenge Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston for the starting role, but I'll be very interested to see him entrenched in a little bit of a quarterback battle with Trevor Simeon to be the guy that is the backup to those guys, which is going to be a very important piece for the Saints' success moving forward. Well, you mentioned Landon Young, and I think he is an interesting prospect. All SEC, 6'6", 310. I mean, playing against SEC defensive linemen and was, was good enough to be called all SEC to get him in the sixth round. Talk a bit about him. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where he just went to a school like Kentucky where you're going to get overlooked, unfortunately, and, you know, maybe that's fortunate for the Saints. You know, he was a part of the big blue wall, as they called it, in Kentucky, and didn't not only did he not allow uh, many pressures at all, he didn't allow a sack, and he didn't miss a single assignment in 2020. I mean, he played incredible football during that time, and he's somebody that I had really hoped would be available in the later rounds and maybe the Saints might look at as a uh, – 
as a developmental guy, and I'm glad that it ended up working out that way. He's somebody that he believes that he has the ability to be versatile enough to play both tackle positions and both guard positions. That would be a big benefit for him. We know how much the Saints love versatility and positional versatility over on the uh, over on the either side of the trenches there. You look at Landon Young, he's a career left tackle, but they're going to try him out at right tackle. That could be pretty big for the Saints to have maybe landed a really, really solid offensive lineman late in the draft to help them with any future decisions that need to be made at the position or at least give them some solid depth there. Kawan Baker, another interesting prospect out of South Alabama. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's a really athletic guy. He brings a unique skill set. He's got 16 receiving touchdowns in his career over the four years that he spent at South Alabama. In the middle of those uh, four years, he ended up putting together two seasons where he also racked up 11 rushing touchdowns. So he gives you somebody that can play on the outside. He can play in the slot. He spent over 70% of his snaps at South Alabama in 2020 in the slot or in his last year in the slot. And he can also take snaps out of the backfield. So he feels a little bit like uh, maybe what the Ty Montgomery role might have been early on in the 2020 season where Mm -hmm. we saw him operating more at wide receiver than at running back. So he'll be very interesting to see. He kind of reminds me of Kadarius Toney, but just coming from a smaller program and being a little bit less polished in his game, certainly younger, though, there's a lot of opportunity to develop him and see what's going to be able to happen with, again, the Saints drafting their first wide receiver since 2018 with Trey Clinton-Snow. Interesting comparison to, to Tony. Interesting comparison. Any undrafted free agents you're keeping your eye on? Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, we, we, get a, we get a punter battle, Eric. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they bring in mm-hmm. Nolan Cooney of Syracuse. He punted a wild 74 yep. times in 2020. Um, and, you know, over 25 of those within the 20-yard line, 26 of those, I believe, uh, being over 50 yards. So he's a very talented punter. Uh, so him and Blake Gillikin will be firmly entrenched there. So I'll be keeping an eye out on that because I love me some special teams. But in current terms of some of the other guys that are bringing some excitement, Trill Williams, the cornerback, well, let's call him defensive back, really, out of Syracuse. He has some positional versatility, being able to play safety and cornerback. He was someone that was expected to be a mid-round pick, but ended up falling out of the draft entirely. Uh, not really any connections in, as to why. doesn't seem like there's anything in terms of character concerns or anything like that. So maybe the Saints just ended up getting lucky there and being able to bring somebody in that has a lot of talent and uh, now gets to work with Chris Richard there as the new secondary uh, or defensive backs coach. And then I would also keep an eye out on Eric Burrell, the, uh, the safety out of Wisconsin. I know the Saints also invested in some offensive linemen, some defensive linemen there too, but mm-hmm. really the secondary is a place where I could see them being able to find some paths to the roster based on special teams ability, including uh, even a guy like Maryland's uh, Shaq Smith that's coming in the linebacker there. Those guys are really, really great special teamers that could end up putting them in a situation where they can play themselves onto the roster as the Saints are looking to replace Justin Hardy. Schedule is a first-place schedule, which, again, the Saints are going to get for, for finishing first in the South last year. Uh, with that said, look, I mean, at times I can be critical of the NFL in terms of how they schedule the Saints. I really don't have an issue with the way the schedule flows. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, look, you get an early bye week, and usually that's going to be kind of the gripe that you're going to hear the most to get a bye week there at week six. The toughest part of the schedule is coming out of that bye week, though, to where you've got Mm -hmm. traveling to Seattle to take on them on in Monday Night Football, the first Monday Night Football game in Seattle. Uh, That's going to have fans in over a year, much like the Saints will open their season with with the Green Bay Packers in the first game that will have fans in the Superdome for over a year, crossing our fingers there, but it sounds like that's what... Mayor Cantrell, as well as what uh, Roger Goodell are expecting. But I don't yes. have many problems or anything with the way that, the, that this schedule shook out. There's no big travel back and forth moments. There's no three-game road trip for the team. They get 
five primetime games. They're right. at home against some big opponents like the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers. So they have some good advantages here. I mean, it's going to be a tough schedule because it's a first-place schedule, but it could have been a lot worse in terms of what we've seen for some other teams, like the Las Vegas Raiders, for instance, who have played seasons before. So they've gone six, seven, eight weeks without playing a home game, and certainly, yes. and thankfully, nothing like that happened for New Orleans. And they didn't end up getting the London game with the rival Atlanta Falcons, which was another important note. Yeah, and that's what I thought that would happen. When I saw that come up, I said, I know they're going to move the Saints to, to London. That didn't happen as well. And, of course, you know, the, the end of the, the, the October games, uh, October 10th at Washington and then the bye week, that coincides with the first two weekends of Jazz Fest, the first second weekend of Jazz Fest. So, you know, again, whether the Saints ask for that or not, it does help the city and it doesn't have the conflict there uh, the Saints have to deal with. So that's good there. Got about two minutes left. Uh, I'm listening to all the talking heads last night, reading all the pundits. Everybody's down on the Saints. Saints are not going to the playoffs. Uh, Breeze is not there. It's over. This is a sub-500 team. What do you say? Uh, I think that this is a team that has double-digit wins ready. I mean, look, I I think that they have some big questions to answer, first of all, first and foremost, of course, being who's going to be the starting quarterback. But if the Saints make the decision that's going to help them win the most games and they make the right decision there, whatever they decide and find out that that may be, and they're able to build that offense and be able to turn with that offense the way that they're going to need to, they'll have to compensate for some losses over on the defensive side. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But, but the way that the schedule is built and the teams that they're going to be going up against, if they win the games that they should win, and even if they drop a couple that they shouldn't, it still puts them in a good position now with a 17-game schedule to be a double-digit win team. So assuming that the wheels don't fall off here, the New Orleans Saints really should continue to challenge within the NFC South. And I know that sounds crazy to say without Drew Brees at the helm, but if this team has the confidence that they have in either one of these quarterbacks and they're able to build a scheme that's able to complement either one of them, then it puts them in a position to still be able to compete within their division. And that's the first key to getting to the playoffs. I still have a lot of questions about Atlanta. I still have a lot of questions about Carolina. Of course, Sam Donald does not convince me at all. So I'm all in, and the Falcons haven't done enough to really work on their defense here. So even if it's the idea is a wild card spot for them, if they finish second in the NFC South, that's great. But I still think that they can challenge the Tampa Bay team as well. I, I do too. And look, I think they're, 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 when you look at Tampa, they're one Tom Brady injury away from coming back to earth. You know, even though they're talented, again, I think Brady puts them over the top. And look, we saw what happened with Breeze last year, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And what is it? And you know, to be fair too, or, or or in addition to that, it's it's not even an injury that it takes, right? Just any type of a drop off in Tom Brady's play, and then all of a sudden that team is on its side, mm-hmm. and and that's one of the biggest things. Whereas with the way that the New Orleans Saints have structured their team, there's a vehicle there to drive the quarterback if the if the quarterback can't drive itself. You have an Alvin Kamara, yes. you have Michael Thomas, you have these playmakers mm-hmm. around the quarterback that are going to be uh, big time uh, additions and big time threats to be able to carry an offense if they needed to. If, uh, with about a minute left, if they need, what do they need now in terms of veterans to come in and, and plug and play? What positions? I definitely still point to the cornerback two position opposite Marshawn Lattimore or perhaps even in place of Marshawn Lattimore, depending upon how that situation rolls out. And then I wouldn't be surprised to see them still continue to take a look at how they might be able to address the interior defensive line and the interior offensive line to continue to bolster the trenches heading into camp. Ross, always a pleasure. Love having you on my show. Uh, why don't you tell the folks once again how they can follow you on social media, how you can check out your fantastic podcast. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. Always a pleasure to be here with you. Thanks, as always, for having me on. You can follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson Nola, N-O-L-A. And, of course, you can catch the Locked on Saints podcast wherever you get your podcast every Monday through Friday. You can catch the written work as well over at com. 
Great job as always, my friend. Look forward to having you back on soon. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you. Stay safe. You got it. That's Ross Jackson. Again, Locked on Saints podcast and also Canal Street Chronicles. Uh, this program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant, Mambo's. How about uh, right next door, the Hideout Bar and Old New Orleans Cookery? All are open. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Uh, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And remember, don't forget, they're doing work on Conti Street between Bourbon and also Royal Street. Uh, the sidewalk side where Oceana is is open. So uh, all you got to do is just turn that corner. It's about uh, about 10 steps down. You're right at the entrance to Oceana. Uh, they're open and ready for you uh, to go in and grab a great meal, a great cocktail. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good come join us at old new orleans cookery 205 bourbon street open late serving lunch and dinner seven days a week have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic cajun creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard two bourbon street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience old new orleans cookery is perfect for date night order online for delivery at nolacookery.com it's always a great time on bourbon street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dining in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Want to hear something amazing? Oh, and feel free to tell your friends, too. So, Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network Grilling Essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles 15% off for ends May 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. 
Installing brand new carpets shouldn't mean putting your life on hold. Enjoy a simplified installation experience at the Home Depot by licensed local professionals. Get an unbeatable selection of affordable styles, colors, and fabrics that are durable and low maintenance, including options that are odor and stain resistant. And right now, you can get your carpet installed for free. Get started today at the Home Depot. Free carpet installation on purchases of $699 or more. No square foot minimum. Excludes in-stock styles. U.S. only. See store for details. It's the crawfish pot everyone's talking about. Now with high-performance cookers, you can bring your pot to a boil in just under 7 minutes. Second sack, just under 90 seconds. Created by Todd Tunstall of Covington, Louisiana, with the Tunnel Tube technology. Now even the worst crawfish cookers can pull off the best crawfish boils ever. Get yours now at Brandon's Appliances in Meat or along the North Shore at Clearwater Pools. Check them out at hpcookers.com or hpcookers on Facebook. Tell them Scott Ennis sent you in. All right, I want to thank Gary Smith, also uh, Will Guillory, as well as Ross Jackson for joining us on the program today. Rudy back in the studio for producing. All of our fantastic sponsors, including our friends at Oceanic Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's, as well as the Hideout Bar. All are uh, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. To find out more, go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow of the sponsor to sponsor our program. Click on their icon. It'll take you right to their website. And thank you for supporting those sponsors. Thank you for listening to our program as well. Certainly appreciate it. Remember, Les Cease joins us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That's coming up in about a minute on WLAE-TV. Coming up next here on 106.1, it's the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Kenny Trahan, their guests. Jesuit baseball coach uh, Kenny Gadet, uh, Goodlet. <laughs> and my name is Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, straight up 3.30. Until then, from the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.